0: Hello, and welcome to This American Life. thirty characters, thirty characters, thirty characters, thirty is in three parts three acts we call them acts here on this american life a lot of people call them parts in this american life these thesaurus we put together our show and that's why we call them acts act one january 6th one year ago today one year ago yesterday the day this is released a year back a look back a nation change act two january sixth, part two more of the same act three we will still be talking about january sixth. Three acts, all of them about January 6th of today's This American Life. Act one, we talked with two of the men responsible for leading the first charge against the police. They broke the police line. We talked to them about their story. We asked them to start talking whenever they wanted, and this is what they said.
1: Should we talk now? I mean, he said we could talk yeah, wherever I, we I,
2: I, I'm not sure how. are not on this, radio a lot. I don't know. What's uh, it. So, do we just? Yeah. We gave them more direct ter-
0: questions at that point. And once we asked the specific questions to outline the uh, their involvement in the plan and and how they got into the capital and who was responsible for getting them there, this is what they said.
1: Well, um, we're. I'm a math teacher. He's a science teacher. and We were on eighth grade field trip uh that day it was a little cold but we were there and uh they're like y'all want to go see the capitol like there's an important thing going on we're like kids y'all want to go see the capitol and remember what
2: they said they said yes and also hang mike pence yeah so um which is a cool thing like it's like they're precocious. precocious it's a surfer
1: it's a surfer term but uh, so we're just there, you know, at outside the Capitol, and we just saw a storm of people dressed just like us, which you never get to see that in the daily life.
2: I know everyone, like, well, our kids are theater kids too, so they had a bunch of America makeup on and a horn hat, mm-hmm. and like a, a little uh, what's it called? Like a, a like a fur, um, yeah, I think that's what it's called. It's called a like, oh, uh, yeah, for, a, our, a fur. our kids were shirtless. Mm-hmm. And what, what play was that from? What play were they doing? Oh, uh. My, I was about to say my three sons, but why not? Yeah, we were doing a we were doing a stage version of my three sons. Yeah, episode Eight. four, season four, episode six of my three sons. Yeah. I meant to say all my sons, but I, I realized we never do any Arthur Miller. I was hoping he'd say
1: that play that Lincoln got shot at because I don't remember what the name of it is. A nice one to talk about it. Do you remember the name of that play? I think Brian it was called.
2: Steger. I think it was called uh, Kennedy.
1: Oh, that's right. Because you I know remember. how
2: Lincoln was watching uh the play called. Kennedy when he got shot, mm-hmm. and then Kennedy was watching a TV show on his phone called Lincoln when he that's, got shot.
1: That's right. He was. It was on two B.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they went that's... on like this for quite a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I looked up the incidentally. I did look up the plot of season four of episode six of My Three Sons. How do you know? In which Steve wants Mike to help him find a date for Sally, who works with Steve. Mike has no interest in helping him because he thinks he's already found true love. And when Mike finds himself helping Sally, he finds he wants to date her for herself. There's nothing in there about fur horns or any of the getups that was described.
1: So yeah, the horn kid, uh, he was trying to date Sally and uh, you know, his brother, one of the sons, uh, he wore, he had the, uh, he had the podium. I don't know if you remember
2: that. Well, and here's the other thing is remember that this was a Thanksgiving pageant. So we had some of the kids playing native Americans. We dressed them up in American makeup with the horns to show kind of like the unity yeah. of the two the two people we celebrate thanksgiving in, here, I, in january
0: i know what you're thinking but it was very tasteful
2: yeah and i and i guess to 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 uh, say i like you hear that and i know what you're thinking and no yeah the the we we made sure that the native americans were portrayed tastefully mm-hmm. uh they i don't know what was that one scene we had where we had someone kind of put their hand in their mouth a bunch and make that sound whatever they do
1: yeah but it was just them yawning it was a before bed scene right
2: they were like ah ah, ah, ah." yeah
1: yeah yeah and my friend my friend and fellow teacher ac slater he knows about
2: plays
1: he's worked he's a science teacher and he also has worked in the theater
2: and my hispanic wife jesse spano Mm -hmm. uh she certainly knows about uh, being knows. so excited that she just can't hide it. And she's so scared, though. Which she's is what she dude. said, because she was on the trip, too, remember? I did. As yeah. We were going towards the cabin. She kept going, I'm so excited. But she seemed I'm scared. I'm so excited. And then she goes, I'm so scared. And yeah. that's you know why? Because that's right when Ashley Babbitt got shot. Yeah. <laughs> she was standing right
1: next to me. Poor Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. She's we did
0: want to get one other person's perspective on this day. Uh, someone whose name was chanted quite a lot. So we did talk to Mike Pence uh, and his personal head of security uh, to find out how he was feeling as everyone chanted, Death to Mike Pence. Uh, this is what happened when we set a microphone
2: in front of him and asked him to start talking whenever he wanted. Oh, oh, oh hang on. Sorry. I thought that microphone was a cock. Okay. We're not recording, are we?
1: Sir, I believe they are and, recording. Yes. Okay.
2: Well, we'll cut that part where I gave fellatio to a microphone because I was really excited about it being a black man's cock. I think Once
0: again, we decided to give them a more direct question and ask him about uh, his involvement, uh, how he felt that day, and uh, what activities uh, what happened for him on the course of January 6th. Uh, the ums are part of it. This is how I talk. This is what he said.
1: Sir, this is not a, uh, uh, a penis. This is
2: a microphone. So just Sorry, talking. I about. thought
0: we edited that out. I'll start with with Mike Fence's
2: recounting. Rec- so it's me, Mitt Romney, and our wives in this back room. And, you know, we're sitting there, and I'm like, should I certify the results, you know? Uh, and, uh, my, you know, my wife and Mitt's wife leave. And then things got heated. Whether it was angry or not is debatable. Um, hang Mike Pence, by the way. I think Mitt would probably say more like hung Mike Pence. <laughs> um uh, but I did not have sex with that man, Mitt Romney. <laughs> um, I
1: was there as well. I can I can confirm.
2: Yeah. So my security time. was basically trying to get Mitts Mitts off of me. Mm-hmm.
1: Mitt Romney yeah. was trying to rape Mike Pence that day.
2: Yes. So that's really what was happening beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mitt Mitt Romney was trying to before the Capitol White happened. Mitt Romney was trying to force sex on me. <laughs> I <laughs> like, would like.
1: To, he did want your permission. Like he was at least trying to get it. Like it. It would only have been rape as if it would have happened. Like He was trying to get your consent. I just want to put that out there.
0: Again, we did try to cut a lot of this out, but uh, we just hired a new editor. <laughs> we just hired a new editor who uh, is leaving out a lot of the more extraneous information. from. Hey, him. I used
1: to work for Stern, man. I like to leave oh. all the good shit in.
0: I did not know that he was live in the studio. That's me, uh, baby. But since we have him here, and since he has a unique perspective on January six, uh, let's talk to our editor. And I'm just looking at your name here, Bob uh, Obui. Yes, Bob
1: Obui. Bob Obui. Okay. Thank <laughs> okay. okay. the dwarf. Thank the dwarf.
0: <laughs> well, what is your connection? I understand that you also have a unique connection to this uh, ubiquitous holiday.
1: You I was I was sent down to uh, Washington by the Stern Show to look for uh, butterface women. Uh, to have on the show uh, if you're not familiar with that they have hot bodies, but but her face is not good. Um, now
0: you wait you said that wrong He <laughs> said that wrong. you said butt twice. The whole point of butt being part of it is that you just use the butt that's in butterface.
1: yeah, I mean I'm a producer. I'm not on air talent um anyway so, yeah, I was looking, and you, there are so many women on the right wing that are so hot from the neck down, but they just, I don't know what, are, I don't know what they eat, but they just get old fast. They just look like, how old are you, 27? Oh my God, you look like my grandmother. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
0: So you were out there uh, looking for women for the Howard Stern show.
1: That's correct, yes. Mm-hmm. And, well, uh,
0: and, and did you, did you, and who did you come across?
1: Oh, um, you best believe I came across a lot of people, if you know what I mean. Hello, um, that's not
2: what I meant. Can anyone hear me knocking out here? Who's oh, this? Yeah, I knocked on my um the desk a few times, but uh, yeah, this is <laughs> the Daily with Michael Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, that's uh, I. You know, I have the studio until three o'clock. Oh, I just I they're having a pizza party down the hall, so I didn't know if anyone wanted to come on by. It's uh, Robert Crawler, okay. birthday. I'm there. I'm Kai Rizzo from uh, Market Watch. (laughs) So, Jad Jad and Robert are having just a little little shindig for Robert's birthday. So, if you guys Mm -hmm. do want to come down, this is the pizza party. It's a
1: very good time. We all talk very well while we're there. Enjoying our pizza.
0: For act two of our show, uh, we jump to an episode of Serial, trying to figure out, uh, did they storm the Capitol? What if they didn't? Uh, for more, we go to Sarah Koenig. Yeah. I, um...
1: Oh, there's two of us. How, <laughs> how awkward but, is that? Sorry,
0: I said that both, wrong. For more, we go Sarah... to Sarah, Sarah and
2: Koenig.
1: Both Sarah Kanins were invited t- today.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, well, we're trying to figure out if Adnan Saeed was involved in the Capitol riot. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, he was in jail, but also there is a payphone in jail where he could have called. All these people and tell them to go to the capital. So what really happened? You know, I have a phone interview with Adnan. Let's let's check in with Adnan right in it right now. Let's yeah, me. I mean,
0: I mean, I wasn't there. You know, I wasn't there because I was in jail. You could you can check the jail records and see that I'm in jail. You visited me a lot actually, Sarah. You visited me that day and the day before and the day after. Hey, bro, so you, you know, gonna
1: get off the phone with Sarah Cannon so I can call my wife? No, does it?
0: You I have you know I have the
1: phone till three o'clock. All you do is call fucking Sarah Katie all the time. Yeah. People need to use the phone. It's my
0: phone time. I use it how I want it. Mom?
1: Hey, hey, I want to use it too. I'm Joe Exotic. I need to get on this phone. So I can talk to people. Joe, who are you even
0: trying to call? I'm trying to call everybody. I need to find out how my tigers are. And how that guy
1: is? He didn't have teeth. He now has
0: teeth. He was my husband. What are you worried he's gonna do? Lose those, the tooth? Take those
1: teeth out? I paid good money <laughs> for those teeth.
0: Okay, uh, let me cut in here. I'm. I think we're still in our episode of Serial, but uh, the the phone call at that point again, our editor who uh, is more of a Howard Stern fan, uh, Mr. Obui. <laughs> Is that your real name? Yes,
1: I'm Robert Obui, and uh, I—that's what got me the job. Honestly, I'd never used any sort of uh, editing equipment before before going to that show. But I came in. My name was Robert Obui, and uh, I yeah, I got the job. Did you say no questions asked? Obui, Robert Obui.
0: Obui. Obui. Is that Irish?
1: Uh huh. I'm from the. Are you related to Barack Obui? Am I? Are you? I think you have to answer that question. Oh, I'm not on. I'm not on record here. Am I on record? No, you are. You're being recorded. Wait, what? I'm being recorded. This this is on record.
0: This is actually live.
1: If I might break in here for a second, we've got a pledge drive going on this month, everybody. (laughs) Hey, it's me, some guy that works at the radio station. I get to be on air for some reason and try to get you to raise eight hundred dollars this hour. If you if you donate to us this hour you'll get some socks uh, that have been painted by the children that come to Navy Pier here in Chicago, right outside the WBEZ (laughs) studios. We leave out paints and socks, and we ask all the children to paint them. And you just need to be one of our donations in this hour. And uh, if we were making up to $800, you and a girl, (laughs) not a guy, you and a girl could be uh, whisked away to Santa Claus land, Indiana for holiday world.
0: Two days, four nights. I'm Laura Dern, and whenever I'm in Chicago, I support WBEZ. Call now and support your local NPR affiliate and receive an equivalent voucher to my OnlyFans where I'm doing $10 U-columns this weekend only in support of WBEZ.
2: I'm Mike Lindell from MyPillow. Uh, I just want to make sure everyone doesn't listen to NPR. I bought space on here just to say, don't listen to NPR. Uh, Dominion stole the election. And of course I've got my only fans, uh, $37. <laughs> uh, it comes with a, a free pillow that looks like my face. That's too expensive. Mike, it's too expensive of a U column. Are
0: you responding to my ad in real time? No, I, what's weird is I was just talking
2: after the ad was finished. And now I don't know how you're responding to me. It's part of the ad. I so well. I'm like the Joker. I know exactly how people are going to respond. Oh no, he, he is not, like the Joker.
1: He would not leave. Like we had to record this ad. Like he's still talking in the studio. Someday. Yeah, and
2: also, by the way, what's up with this Baba Bouie fellow? Huh? With he's the... our
0: only, he's our only editor who doesn't have COVID right
1: now. i Robert Obouie. Thank you very much.
0: Oh,
2: COVID—the thing that's not real. Yes, the thing that's not real. He's the only one that doesn't have it. Oh, I'm sure the Egyptians were not made by aliens. Hang on, I think his advertisement's going off the rails now. Mm. He, this is where he lost it. Just a little bit. Oh, thanks a lot. I
0: appreciate that, uh, Sarah and Sarah and Koenig. That is bad.
2: Ben Shapiro is not wrong.
0: Oh God, it's still going. Okay, I think that was actually the end, um, and that because that's actually his catchphrase.
2: Hey, you think
0: that's offensive? It's not. How much ad space did we let this man buy?
1: Like all of it. No one else wants it. No one listens <laughs> to the ads. They always, They listen to all the shows on podcasts. There's no ads except for the ones like right at the beginning.
0: There's always ads on podcasts. The podcast hosts are always trying to get me to buy coffee uh-huh. or Squarespace or
2: stamps.com.
1: But not here at NPR. We just do some weird ad at the beginning and then we roll through the show, baby. Okay.
2: Well, I'm Mike Lindell for my pillow.com. Oh, my God. No yeah, one will be I,
1: hearing this on the podcast version. There's an unedited version. There's an unbeeped version on the website.
0: I'm getting a note card. It says you are listening to This American Life on MPR, uh, which uh, we have been bought by by Mike Lindell and it now stands for My Pillow Radio.
2: <laughs> it's a clever name. Yeah, My like, Pillow Radio. My Pillow Radio. It's, it's pillow. not something you just riff. It's something you no. come up with no. after brainstorming no. and, and testing in front of focus groups. I can see that this was the result
0: of a lot of uh, focus groups, uh, and we are now, and it's easy to say it rolls right off the
2: tongue. My polo like radio. Okay, well, now, Ira, since I'm in charge and I got editorial control, Act 3 is going to be about how January 6th didn't really happen, or if it did, Antifa did it, but either way, both those things are correct at the same time.
1: Guys, do you need me for anything? I'm a uh, veteran newsman Bill Curtis. <laughs> they often have me just say weird things that people will laugh at in a studio. Is that possible?
0: Uh, well, Bill, you are the pri- you, you're the prize uh, on Wait, Wait, Later. Yes,
1: that's right. I'm also the announcer, and they sometimes have me say outrageous things because I was also the voiceover anchor Anchorman. Yeah, yeah, I've
0: seen that. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I just showed up. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm 15 fucking minutes late. Uh, I'm supposed to be on Wait, Wait. What was that? are you
1: the are you the former adam guest Burke? of the 30 Par- oh. characters podcast adam oh,
0: Bird? Oh, oh fucking hell guys yeah <laughs> yeah i'm supposed to be on wayway Wait, prime babylon dropped out uh and so uh but but uh, bill curtis i was i'm supposed to get bill curtis right, but i fucking lost him
2: okay yeah. okay well, well you know what adam can you switch to being rupert murdoch so that way this this really appeals to our crowd because i know australians and irish are the same thing <laughs> Wow. Uh, I don't know that you can just ask someone to switch <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: to Australia.
1: Hey, I'm the, I'm, producer, the... I'm the producer who read Matt Riggs' uh, uh, audition for Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me to be a writer and uh, didn't include any actual writing, just uh, filled out the thing on the Indeed.com and thought, oh, maybe he'll get it without including any actual writing portions. And uh, I'm glad he didn't get the job. Because he, he should have included at least one writing portion to see if he could be a good writer. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, and and anyway, by the way, we did have a uh, we had a submission from him for uh, this American Life to be a contributor, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we asked for a sample of his work. And
1: what did he include? His, his underwear. Oh well, multiple Wait, samples of rack. His, his soiled underwear. Multiple samples in the back,
0: which yeah, which technically is a sample of his work. Not what we have include, what we had
2: here at NPR.
0: Mike Lindell, you look confused.
2: Yeah, you said underwear, underwear.
0: <laughs> no, his his under his underpants.
2: Oh, hey, uh, can someone here spell <laughs> I, I cup? Uh, I cup. Is this a new Steve Jobs product? It's a it's a joke I just heard the other day. Oh, fine, I see you
0: pee. <laughs> stop All right. You guys, stop. No, you're going to write ten fifteen 15 on your hand now. <laughs> the, you mean the, the Hulu show? That's fine. Everyone will just be like, wow, he likes the Hulu show.
2: Hang on, my thing just froze up. Your, <laughs> my thing, thing just, just froze, froze up. Someone's, <laughs> like, Is, hang on, it's cutting out. It's cut, who's breaking in here right now? What the? Oh... oh. It is I, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. King of the Washington Post.
0: He just let, let me, for the listener, a penis-shaped spaceship just flew into the studio. Mm-hmm. And out of it, shy, light glistening off his dome, walked Jeff Bezos. He's walking right up to the mic. Mr. Bezos, yes. what do you want to say to 15 to Bezos. 30 people driving in their cars in Chicago?
2: Bezos be with you. And, uh, and also... give us this day our daily amazon prime order as we forgive those who forget to get us one for christmas and lead us not into unions but deliver us from equal rights deliver us in the name in... of the emma in the name of the emma the zon and the delivery truck bezos
0: also you do promise to deliver us from evil in two days or less
2: yeah <laughs> um that's only uh, if you're a prime member
1: um I, yeah, uh, I, i'm not sure this is bill and melinda gates and our foundation sponsors <laughs> a lot of npr things and i don't understand why uh, another rich guy has anything to do with it uh than me um i've been rich for much longer and don't forget that i stole everything from xerox so <laughs> uh pirates of the of the pirates of silicon valley is one of the best movies ever with michael Anthony Michael Hall and Noah Wiley from ER. Check it out; it's the story of me and Steve Jobs. Yes, neat. but have
0: you seen Pirates of Silicon Valley on Stranger Tides?
1: No, I've not.
0: It's um, the fourth movie in the Pirates franchise.
1: Did they keep going? Multiple franchises of Pirates <laughs> of the Silicon Valley?
0: Pirates of Silicon Valley at World's End. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's when That's, they created the Newton. The the the, the, the Newton the Fig Newton.
1: No, the fake Newton pad that you could eat, write down something, and then eat it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They just kept going. Anyways, yeah. I'm glad that I could lure you here. Oh, uh, wait, what? Yes, that's right. Tis by Steve Jobs. I thought you were dead. Nope, I'm alive, and everyone mispronounces my name, and I'm sick of it.
1: Oh no. Jack, Tell the listener
0: what you're seeing, Ira. Okay, a man in a black turtleneck has just walked into the studio. He is. Every word that he says as now as the words that I say, come up behind him on a giant screen as he points to them with a the laser. Thank you, Ira. It's great to be here.
2: Uh, well, so we have it's me, Steve, and and Bill. I mean, I don't know if you guys, but uh, one more, and we make a the most the richest barbershop quartet it'd be and like it that million dollar down. quartet it'd be billion dollar quartet let's do billion hey, million dollar wow. quartet i have an idea and it's crazy and we're not the type of people to normally just waste our money on fringy things that just we want to do and no one cares about
0: mm-hmm.
2: so who could be our fourth for the quartet who's a who's a rich what are we thinking lebron james mm. i don't think mm. he's a billion lebron <laughs> so james bill gates Jeff Bezos the <laughs> ghost of Steve Jobs doing a barbershop Well,
0: I just texted him he's not interested it turns out okay let not talk him into it um but, despite, but like the barbershop <laughs> he said especially because of the barbershop okay he and he also said he knows that I'm a natural base and that he's a, he's a base and so there would be conflict
1: what about Elon should we call
0: Elon
2: oh yeah. get elon on this or richard branson or hey you know the king daddy of them all rupert murdoch oh no please no (laughs) steve chan
0: can you channel him can i channel rupert yeah i guess i could try let me just look he's been on the show before right looking through my phone to see who's here hello how's it going there he is oh hey buddy and uh, it's I, eye Rupert Murdoch, the owner of Fox, Fox News, and well, several other things. Although I sold several of those assets to my old pals at Disney. You sure did. Yeah. What but, do you think of that? Yeah. Well, you're the basis for the show Succession as well, right? Well, you know, people say that a lot of different things. I mean, you know, Brian Cox he's Scottish. He's not Australian, so why would I be the basis for Succession? You know what um, I love. Quite,
1: you know what I love about that show is like. The, those kids are gonna take over and, and then they don't take over and then like they're gonna take over again and then they
2: don't and then like they talk about taking over again and then they don't take over again well can i say my favorite quote from that show sure <laughs> fuck off no that's <laughs> like, a good one like A good quote yeah. um, okay well since now we got all four of us i guess we should maybe close out i know i know you know We're a weird quartet. You know, we got Rupert, who's really conservative. We have Steve Jobs, who I think was, like, kind of (coughs) in the middle. We got Bill Gates and me, who pretend to be liberal, but are really I help with AIDS. Also,
0: Jeff, I do have a request for me, if if you don't mind. Yeah,
2: let's go. Let's shoot
0: for the the stars like I did. When you're introducing me in the barbershop quartet, would you mind calling me Joker?
2: (laughs) Did I call you that
0: before? (laughs) No, I just want to be introduced as Joker.
2: Okay, all right. If you have me, bet. I'll tell you how I got these scars. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's do it. Let's let's hear it, and then we'll do a song about it.
1: <laughs> <inaudible> scars!
0: <inaudible> scars! da 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 it. <inaudible> now... Um, yeah, I think actually, uh, if we could, uh, Robert, if we could just edit out that boring story and put in a musical parody of Gary Glitter's, uh, what's the, what's Gary Glitter's song called? Rock and roll number four. Number two. Number two. Uh, number yeah. We,
1: are you sure you want to play that or you don't want to play all the, these Booker T and the MG songs? Cause I've got them all <laughs> queued up to play at the same time.
0: I know you do, I know you do, and we're also going to have an out-of-context quote at the end of the episode uh, yeah. that applies to our uh, uh, producer.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll get there.
1: Okay, well, oh. then we'll
2: play that song then. It is so, about how, time for us to write How many of up. us, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, how many of us, right before we die, are gonna say "rosebud" is like a joke? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've already mm-hmm. written my final words in DOS. Am I... <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. I think mine's are like gonna be
2: Beetlejuice. Oh, they're gonna be Beetlejuice, huh? Yeah. Oh. Hey, well, that's what we could go out on—is a little, uh, little tune to uh, the theme of Beetlejuice, right? I think mean, that's a grand idea. A one, a two, a one, one two, two, three, three four, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, me, ten, and ten and eleven, twelve. Day-o day-o. 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 dayo, dayo, I come, and we're, we're all
0: billionaires.
2: Home. Yeah. yeah. Hey, an entire line of dead football players doing the conga. Oh,
0: that's right behind Steve
2: Jobs is the Batman. He's at home washing his tights.
0: <laughs>
2: you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Have you guys ever dance with the devil in the dark moonlight? No, but in no, the pale, pale moonlight, I did.
0: Yeah, moonlight can't be dark. It's light. It's literally <laughs> light. Can't be dark. Uh, you know, I was just up in space too. I should know that. Well, that was a great song to the tune of Beetlejuice. (laughs) Happy January 6th, everyone. Happy January 6th,
2: everyone. We'll see you next year.
0: If our nation still stands. Hey,
2: is that Linus from Peanuts? Lights, please. Hey, Linus, what's the real meaning of January 6th? And so saith
1: the Lord, take Mm -hmm. all of your flags. Be them Trump or Trump related to Washington DC and walk down the street from the actual White House and walk down there. And although you constantly talk about how much you respect the police, you need to hit them with fire signatures
0: and try to see see different,
1: different person stuff, guys, take. Their ties. take a- oh Mr. Tally Man Tally bananas. everything you want talk about it for sure all over your social media you'll never ever get in trouble or pepper sprayed so sayeth the Lord so sayeth Linus lights please <clears throat> lights are off now just me and you Blanket what's that Hark the herald
2: chooing
1: on, sing <laughs> glory to ages in you.
0: <laughs> and our producer Terry uh, said, "And, and the, as he always says to me, uh, we have been bought by by Mike Lindell, and it now stands for My Pillow, uh, My Pillow Public Radio." <laughs> With We're Andy, Joe, the-
2: and Matt.
1: We're Matt, Joe, and Andy. We're Joe. Man and Andy, bitch.